episode 283. All you can tell is, oh, welcome back uh, right on the podcast this morning. Thanks for having me once again, Oz. Not a problem. Well, we had a rough weekend the last week against the uh, Crimson Tide of Alabama in Seattle last weekend. Lost 9182. Um, we, we dug a big hole in the first half. Your thoughts on the game and how, how that all ended up being as it was. How about the first half? Uh, well, the first half was definitely uh, kind of rough. Yeah. Um, I mean, we, we, I mean, the thing is, we fought in that game. We fought. Back. Yeah. We didn't let. We didn't just let them win. We, we didn't right. earn it. Yeah. So I mean, there was some after the first half. Though, the second half, man, there was definitely. I thought we were. Ha- I thought we were going to come back and win that thing because the way we were playing, we were just playing good defense, and mm-hmm. we had Chet and everybody on the floor, and Chet was a difference maker in that second half for sure. Until he sat down for the rest. <laughs> yeah, the last five and a half, five oh, plus no. minutes of the game. I'm not sure why he sat. Yeah. That's gonna be interesting. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no, I mean, it was a it was a fun game to watch, but yeah, just the result just wasn't quite what we wanted. But you know, yeah, it's, it's all good. It's yeah, all good. absolutely. Got a bit crazy though on Twitter. That night. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, was a little uh, a little much. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> um, but uh, with that being said, said though, we will be then don't we'll be remembered as the team that played the first game. At the new arena in Seattle, so that'd be that's pretty cool. Exactly. First basketball game ever played. <laughs> I, I, I will say that first basketball game. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. All right. Now some stat lines. I'll give them all here at once. Then give you give you, give me your responses. Uh, so Drew Timmy, twenty three points, ten boards, three blocks. Chet, ten, eleven, and four blocks. Anton off the bench with ten points, and finally Julian with thirteen points as well. Thoughts on those guys overall? I think I think Anton did. Off the bench, at least, I think Anton had the biggest difference defensively in that game. Yeah, he was he was making the plays defensively. Offensively, he was making some shots. You know, ten points. Yeah. Um, and then Strother was actually kind of quiet in that game. He a was. thirteen, a quiet thirteen points. A quiet thirteen, as I say, quiet thirteen. Yeah. But yeah. man, I'm loving his game though, man. He just yeah. he can knock those threes from quite yeah. a distance too, man. And I know. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, everybody else did. Everybody else did pretty well offensively. Yeah, we got the points. We just, yeah, Alabama just couldn't stop making threes. I mean, we weren't yep. stopping it all too and by, much. And by the way, my former friend Andy Patton, not friend, but just people, my attack, my my, my my rival, I would say, who's the host <laughs> of the Walk on Zach's podcast, told told uh, every all his listeners that uh, my hot take of having to have three blocks a game would be is, is too hot. It's averaging five point eight blocks a game right now through whatever games we played. He's so exceeding far. what you said. <laughs> I was like, I give it three blocks at a at a low point. You said at a low point, but yeah, uh, five point eight is pretty good. I would I would say, yeah. Okay. All right, suck it, Andy. Anyways, um, move. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, but moving on to team stats. Tell me what your thoughts on some of these stats here. Start with physical percentage last night or Saturday night. Um. For Gonzaga, it was forty five percent, not bad, not 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 elite level. Alabama was at forty three percent as well, so less than us, but got a little more free throws, I guess. But thoughts on not forty five to forty three percent for Gonzaga? I mean, that's pretty good for having a rough. That's a pretty good for having a rough game. Yeah, I mean, that's a good positive right there that they're still making their shots in the field on the you know in the paint and stuff and yeah. mid range and three um alabama yeah they didn't make much in the they i mean they didn't have to they were making threes the whole time so they didn't really have to right. really go in, inside the the paint at all too much 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, Gonzaga did well there. I mean, I have no complaints about that, really. Yeah. Not too bad. And Gonzaga's three point shooting was that surprisingly, I saw this surprisingly 39%. And, and Alabama was at 38, 38%. So I was like, wow, that's pretty good. I didn't know we were that good. Wow. You know? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, we still lost. Really. Nine. We still lost because we first half was just a dagger, dagger, dagger. Like they could miss, could miss a shot in the first half. I was like, oh my god, yeah. Yeah, we were almost. I mean, we almost came back. It's just the mistakes at the end. You know, we made some big yeah, time down, mistakes and down to four points at one point, a couple of times. And I know, like, man. And was... I was like, okay, we got this game. Okay, it's like, uh, run. You got to run here. It's like, uh, turn over here, turn over there. Plus, yeah. Yeah, what I was saying is like keep Chet in the game. I was like, keep please keep Chet and Hickman in this game. Do not take him out. I know. Not. They were they were fire working. They were doing great out there. Oh man, it was um that was working. Now, I know, I know. It's all right. We'll, we'll move on to 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 to, to Mary Mac tomorrow night, anyways. Exactly. Uh, get, and get right, get right with the world. All right. <laughs> um now this stat is probably the worst of the night by far. Or mm-hmm. the same. Free throw percentage, Gonzaga, fifty-two percent. Not, mm. not what you're looking for there, Drew. And uh, Alabama at seventy-three percent. I think that was the difference of the game. I think was that was that right there. Free throw shooting was the difference of the game here. Yeah, free throws were definitely our Achilles' heel part of it. I mean, I think we had made more free throws. We would have been in the game a lot more, even had the lead. You know, oh, they're yeah, fouling we- us a lot. Yeah, we uh, yeah, I'll get that in a little, little bit, but yeah, we I think Drew was the major factor in that, but yeah. but most he, other guys had had bad bad ones too though. So it was yeah. just, but he had a lot of free throws though he missed unfortunately. And Drew is typically a decent free throw shooter. Oh, for sure. So it's like surprising to see struggle that bad. I was like, man, what's? I was like, no, I was like, I know you're better. I know he's better than this, but you know, everybody has their bad game. It happens, yeah, not nice. What it is, it happens. You know, exactly. He's. Human after all, after after all, you know. Um, exactly. Turnover battle was tied at twelve to twelve, so even oh. split there twelve twelve. Not bad, I guess. You know, when 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 the when both teams play a high a high pace, that's pretty good actually. I think for turnovers, it's not bad at all actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Assists go to Gonzaga at seventeen to fifty nine on assists, so that's pretty good. I think I want, I want some more though. I think on that, but yeah, no surprise there. Rebounds are tied also, surprisingly, at 39 apiece also. So that's kind of – because, like, I thought Gonzaga would have more because they have Drew Timmy and they got uh, Joe Holmgren, you know. I thought they have more rebounds than Alabama. This proves that we matched up with Alabama pretty well for the most part in that game. Yep. Just, again, at the end, it was just taking the wrong personnel out and some mistakes and it's what it was. Yep. And then blocks, 9-9 also. Same. Nine blocks apiece. I'm surprised that Alabama had nine blocks. That's a lot of blocks for that that team to have, you know. There's a lot of things they normally didn't do in their first few games before us that they did in this game. Uh, Gasp. (laughs) Gasp. Happens happens a lot. Uh, Steals. Gonzaga had six. Bama had seven. So it's pretty Mm -hmm. even on that. Then finally the fouls was – Gonzaga had 15 fouls and Alabama had 24 fouls <laughs> on Alabama. Yeah, they had a lot of foul trouble. They had a lot of guys ready to foul out. Yeah, it's because uh, Gonzaga was was going inside a lot, you know, and they were just hitting us uh, for, for three point shots, you know. Yep. 
They shot it like forty. They shot it like forty-five times from three points. Well, if you notice, most of Alabama's plays were a drive inside and then a kick out. That's yeah. really all it was every single time. It's the same thing every time. Second, second half, kick though. Second half, though, they cooled off with, oh, quite a bit, though. Second half, though, three-point shooting, which was yeah. great. Except for, like, when, like, the last five minutes when it actually mattered and they got <laughs> they made their three points. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's how, so I'm not I'm, – I'm over the game, though. After, I was over the game after the game was over. But um, right. now, what are your, your final thoughts uh, on the game – against Alabama. I'm not stressing it. I mean, overall, it's pretty decent performance. They just, again, as I said so far already a few times, they just, yep. it was just at the end, really, that really hurt us. Yeah. Um, taking Chet out, taking, you know, some of the things that were working, we just needed to keep Chet in there. He would have been, the, he would have made a huge difference because we were getting momentum with him in there. Yeah. And then he, a few took him out, and I'm just like, what are like, they doing? What, what, what's, what's happening? <laughs> I was like, why is Chet not in here? Mark? We need him. We need him in these big moments like this. This is why we recruited him. Yeah, I've never seen that before, like from a guy that was a big-time guy. And just that in the five minutes of a game that's close, you know? He's a lottery pick. He's the number one player in the nation. we got to play him in those moments. They have to do it. Did, you know? did you hear what he said, why he sat? I haven't heard anything. I heard. I know you need some. Any, I know you need a player in the face accidentally, and yeah, I think maybe you heard his. I heard rumors that he might have hurt his knee a little bit from it, but I don't know if that's even true. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why he's out. I, didn't, I tried to re- find out. But I didn't yeah. find anything on it. Okay. All right. Now we have some fan mail from from our guy Joe. Joe. He's a man. Why yes, my he is. here? We have a mixture of NBA, uh, college basketball, guns. I guess stuff. So I'll ask you this first. What did you think of Sean Farnham saying once the song's back in Seattle um, on Saturday night in Seattle? Oh man, I was excited. I was like, free marketing right there. I mean, it <laughs> yeah. needs to, you know, it's true. I mean, that arena is, they really, the transformation of that arena oh, is beautiful. amazing. Yeah, when it was Key Arena, it was absolutely it was falling apart. It was heap of trash. Yeah, it was old. Yeah, and then now that they revamped it all, I mean, this is the perfect arena for an NBA team. Mm-hmm. They need to bring the Sonics back. I mean, it's the NBA's guy. I think they'll do it eventually. It's just a matter of when they're going to do it. Hundred percent. It all depends when David, when that fucker, when that fucker David Adam Silver pulls his head out of his ass and says, "Okay, we'll give you a team to gun, a team to Seattle." You know. And he knows that they need to come to Seattle. Those games will be sold out every single night, just oh, like every other sport, yeah. except Mariners. Yeah. I mean, they don't sell out too much, but <laughs> Seahawks and. Um, Kraken, yeah, Kraken sell out even though they're not doing the best, they're, they're still selling out because they feel new, com- competitive teams, you know. And it's a new team, and yeah, I'm not excited, yeah, yep. Now, for back to Gonzaga, now, what is it about Gonzaga basketball that gets guys who can't shoot going real hot when they face us and, and they go back and roll when they not? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that. I mean, I guess in my opinion, it's these guys know it's a national spotlight because Gonzaga is obviously one of the premier teams in college basketball now. And yeah. when you're playing Gonzaga, you're playing on ESPN. You're playing national television, so these guys want to step up their game and yeah. see, show everybody what they can do. I don't, I don't know if it's just that or if Gonzaga, you know, defensively, if we just let them shoot threes and stuff, we'll make them. You know, if we just let them do that, which we've been doing. Right. Um, I don't know. That's a tough answer. That's a tough and one to quote. I think it's not just us. I think there's other teams that have the same issue. Like they play a good team, they'll they'll, they'll come on and play the hardest, you know, and then they'll just come back down to earth when they play like a, like a bad team, or whatever, you know. 
Well, and you got to think, I mean, Gonzaga's got still, I mean, they're number five now. They still got the target yeah. on the back a little bit because they were almost oh. undefeated. You know, we almost went undefeated last year. And, yeah. you know, it was four, you know, 40 minutes from a national title. All right. Exactly. And, uh, so everybody's like, oh, well, we got to prove ourselves now. Yeah. But Alabama couldn't show up against Iona. It's funny. <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious. Yeah, that's how it goes. It all evens out. Right. Yeah. How about, how about Florida losing to Tech Southern and also uh, Virginia losing to freaking James Madison last night? So the Virginia James Madison, I'm not as surprised as I am Texas Southern and Florida. That should not have been a loss on Florida, man. I mean, and lose by yeah. 15 at home. Against yeah. Texas Southern, we blow out every year when we play them. Yeah, um, <laughs> like, yeah, man, they were they were zero and well, zero and seven when they got in that game. I mean, yeah. Now that's an upset right there, man. I don't care what you say. Chomped up, up right there. Yeah, it's uh. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And now, uh, trivia question uh, number one: uh, Who has the most conference wins in men's college basketball since twenty fourteen? Conference wins? Conference wins, yeah. Oh, it's got to be Gonzaga. Yeah. It's Gonzaga at 127. And then there's three teams be close by. You know who those three teams might be. And their conferences. Who do yeah. you think for a minute? Three okay. teams are close by. I'll, I'll say that one team is a Power 5 conference. One's a Power 5, okay. Other two are not. Okay. But they have been to March Madness a lot. So, so Power 5, uh, Villanova? Oh, it's in the ACC. Oh, Duke, Virginia. Oh, really? Oh, One seven, okay. 117 wins in the ACC. Uh, I can see that. Yeah, they had some good years. Okay, that makes yep. sense. Other and... people, if I won't get though, I'll get, I'll get, I'll give these to you. Stephen F. Austin, 117. Okay. Not surprised. 116. Definitely not surprised. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Belmont yep. threw an upset last night too. Oh, did they? Yeah. Who, who, who they be? Uh, I forgot who they played. Oh, okay. <laughs> I know it was. Uh, let me look here. I'll look real quick while you're okay. talking. But All right. Uh, I sent you that video this morning on Steph Curry from the the, the shot from the stands. I mean, the the long shot. Thoughts on that shot? That I should you there? Oh, that was cool, man. I mean, Steph Curry, man. He he does a lot of trick shots, you know. Yeah. And, uh, so I think it's cool, man. I mean, that was pretty pretty fun to watch. I mean, it's not surprising that he does that kind of stuff. It's like it's like this guy just amazes me. It's so fun to watch. Yeah, greatest shooter, shooting wise, hands down the greatest shooter shooter of all time. Oh, I agree no, with that for sure. No debate. Yeah. I mean, you think? I mean, for that, I thought shooter wise, I thought either Ray Allen or Reggie Miller were one of the greatest yep. shooters before him. Yep. And yeah, he's he blows them out of the water. He's so. Like, hold my beer <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh you guys want you guys think you gotta hang on a second let me show you what it's all about here hold yeah. my beer yeah <laughs> yeah yep. uh staying in the nba um yep. did you did you forget that john wall was elite before he got hurt before his injuries did i forget no i did not forget yeah yeah joe did not forget joe never yeah no. john wall was yeah. john wall was elite for many years with washington oh. and yeah. uh he was an NBA. He was an all-star player. Yep. I mean, mm-hmm. injuries just ruined him. I mean, yeah, and nobody can trust him because he gets hurt so fast, so easy. You know, I mean, he's a good player when he's healthy, though. Yeah, and, but he's just not what he used to be by any means. I saw opinion. him play live actually in Spokane during Hoop Fest. After oh, really? Oh. It, it, it was uh, John Wall. It was Clay Thompson. Uh, it was uh, Damon Lillard, uh, Jamal Crawford. A lot of a lot of guys were playing. That's awesome. Uh, it's, it's pretty cool. Like Clay Thompson pregame, 
<laughs> was hitting three pointers. Yeah. Like fifty in a row, he hit. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> you see Clay Thompson rooting, like petitioning for the songs to come back. Yeah, I heard that on, on his radio boat. Show <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, all it's, right, Clay. It's like sweet, dude. <laughs> Even though you're a cougar, I mean, that, that's cool. That's cool, man. That's cool. Um, did you see who Belmont uh, knocked off last night? I'm still looking. I mean, it wasn't last night or the night before. One, oh, it was uh, St. Louis. St. Louis was undefeated. Oh, the Bill Or not undefeated. They were seven and two. So okay. that was a that's a you know quad one win right there for them. Oh yeah, St. Louis is a good t- good squad. Yeah. yeah, beat them sixty four to fifty nine. Yeah. Now I don't know if this is actually uh, going to be a, something that will happen because because uh, CG's out for a while with a, a bad injury, but mm-hmm. he does ask before it was announced though. But he does ask. If Portland acquired Ben Simmons, what team would they have? Kind of in Portland, what type of team would they if have? Portland acquired Ben Simmons. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. I mean, <laughs> keep and they keep Lillard, obviously, right? Right. It'd be a, a, a CJ, basically CJ. To the I don't know, man. Simmons game. I mean, Simmons is not a bad player. He's just yeah. makes. I don't know. He's just not a. I don't know. He would help. I mean, I'm not saying he wouldn't. Right. I mean, I know there's rumors of Sabonis being traded too, and I was like, man, I saw that, that would be not, He would be bring him back home, baby. Right. Not Go. just because it's hometown, but he's he's better than Ben Simmons, in my opinion. Oh. Uh, about you know, him. right now, right yeah. now. Um, yeah. And then, so I mean, he. I'd rather have him over Simmons, but if Simmons comes to Portland. Yep. That's an upgrade, either way you look at it, because exactly. he'll be happy and he'll probably play hard and he'll oh, be yeah. playing Lillard and. CJ yep. McCollum probably go. I think he'd be traded. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. That, that's what I'm saying. But now he's out for Philly. a while. He's out for a good long while now. Does he hurt? Oh crap. He has a pneumothorax. Oh. That is not great. No, that's not good at all. No, so he, he's out. Bummer. Yeah, we'll see. Because uh, tonight we're playing the Warriors tonight on ESPN at seven o'clock, though, without Curry or Dame. So that's gonna be a loss. Yeah, maybe. You never know. But well, not gonna, I, it doesn't help. I, I, I know. If they lose <laughs> to without Dame and CJ. Oh, the way they're playing the Warriors. I'm just kidding. Yeah, they're going to get smoked. The Warriors. Yeah, the Warriors. 20 and 4 Warriors. Yeah. Take back what I said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is a bit of a snarky uh, question from Joe. Uh, of course, stab at you because you're a fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Will Zion Williamson be bigger as far as mass, be bigger than Shaq and Barkley in the, in the next two years? Well, no, because Shaq was also like 7'2", at least well, I mean, seven one seven two something I mean, like that, right? Fat, he's, fat. He's like, well, that's what I'm saying. He won't be bigger. He won't. I mean, body size-wise, he might be up there, but Shaq, you know, he's super tall, so he's gonna be, he's always going to be a lot bigger than Zion. Oh, but. right, right. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with Zion, man. I know he's still hurt or something, but he that's I think this is the biggest I've seen him. Yeah. You Dan know, Patrick said that he was up to three fifteen at the last cool. he heard. Uh, oh my gosh. Yeah. Your, uh, yeah, it's not gonna work. Yeah, not not good right now. Not good. There was a player that had who was kind of a NBA player. I can't remember his name. I'm trying to remember his name, but he was a kind of a bigger guy. He had a lot of injuries because he was a big guy, you know, just really Odin? heavy. Greg Odin. Uh, I say Odin, but uh, Robert was it, Taylor? Rodney, was it Rodney Rogers? I don't know. I don't know. No, it's Rodney Rogers. It might have been Robert Trailer. Yeah, I remember him. Yeah, yeah. he yeah. played for the Clippers. Michigan, yeah, Michigan guy. Yeah, yeah, I remember him. Yep. Now, um, he also asks, is Io DeSumo 
the best two-way mm-hmm. player in the NBA, r- rookie player in the NBA. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely is. And who's he, who's he play for? I forget. Plays for the Bulls. The Bulls. Okay. Yeah. He's that dude is freaking good, man. I've watched he's, a few Bulls games and damn, dude. Did, did he, he go to Illinois? Yeah, he went to. He played at Illinois last year. I thought. I thought so. Okay. Yeah. I thought so. Yeah. He's surprised me, man. He's he's been one of the biggest surprises in the draft. I knew he was good, but not. I mean, yeah. the way he's playing right now is like, dude, hell yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah exactly. I I've watched the Bulls game. I've seen the Bulls play it all this year, but I'll yeah. just check out a game when they're on TV here. Oh, yeah, right. check it out. They're fun to watch. Oh, definitely, definitely. All right, here's okay, this is Joe also has random random trivia here. So name the player with these fourth quarter stats. So points. 178 first in the NBA, 7.7 points per game in the first, also first in the fourth quarter. 63 uh, field goals made, 90% uh, percentage, 119 field goals attempted first, and 5 of 12, 5 of 11 from three-pointer. Um, who is that player? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, let me think about it for a minute. Okay. I'm going to... S- and just in the fourth quarter alone, huh? Just in the fourth quarter, yeah. Giannis? Who? Giannis Ananacupo. Oh, no. This is DeMar DeRozan. Oh, okay. All right. I, said, I, I said wasn't Steph, thinking about him. I said Steph Curry, but I was definitely wrong. Lying yeah, I, was, I tried to answer. I had no answer. I was just kind of guessing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Same. I have to look those kind of things up to really know, man. It's... Yeah. Now, this next one, I also – other our last trivia thing, yeah, our last – Trivia from Mr. Joe. Um, over the last five games, this team is ranked sixth in offensive rating in the NBA. Name that team. Uh, let me think for a minute. Okay. Ranked sixth in offensive rating? Mm-hmm. Okay, let me think for a minute. That's a good one. It, what will shock you? Uh... Six in offensive ratings. I'll tell you, it's the Western Conference. I'll give you that Western one. Conference. Yep. Let me think. Okay. Western Conference. Sixth. Uh, God damn, that's a good one. Um, Sorry, I'm still thinking. A minute. Okay. I'm going to take a guess. Denver Nuggets? The Houston Rockets. Really? That's what I said. You'll be shocked. The hell? You'll be shocked <laughs> at the answer. They've only won like six games. I, I think so. But yeah, Houston Rockets, man, they play offense, but not defense, I guess. So um, mm-hmm. there, there you go. I think a lot of that contributes to Christian Wood and Jalen Green, probably. Oh, for sure. Yeah, green for sure. Yeah. Um, now, are you going to watch the documentary of Zach of Zach Randolph? Yeah. Zach Randolph. Yeah. Zach R- Randolph. Oh, Randolph. Yeah. Oh man, I remember Zebo. Zebo. Um, yeah. Just because I like Zebo, probably. Yeah. I'll check it out. Yeah, I, I might check that out as a was a fan now. Uh, he has to say, but uh. Also, he asks, uh, do you think that P.J. Tucker misses playing for the Bucks? Do you think he misses playing for him? Yeah. 
Who the hell wouldn't? <laughs> God damn, you won a title with them, and you got always, you got they still got a stacked team. Who wouldn't miss playing for them? I'd be sad if I got traded to some like non-contender. Exactly. I'd be like singing all by myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love it. There's one more trivia from Joe. Got it. All right. Who leads in the NBA with in three point percentage? Is this a fucking trick question? Sorry, I didn't mean cuss. Uh, it's all right. It's, 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 we have an E. We have E rating. It's a rating, so you can square all you want. So let's see. So yeah. Third. So who leads in the NBA in three point percentage? Yep. Am I supposed to easily know this one? Um, it's he's up there every all year. time or just this year? Just this year. Okay. Western Conference team. Western Conference. Three-point yeah. field goal percentage mm-hmm. for this year. Yeah. Well, I know this is a trick question. It ain't going to be Steph Curry. I said it's Steph. I was not correct. So I'm not going to – okay. So let's not say that. Yeah. I'm going to say Rudy Gay. <laughs> he's one He's one that – he's a good three-point shooter. Yeah. I'm thinking it of him. Is, uh... Mike Conley from the Utah Jazz. Oh, really, Conley? Oh, I thought he was like fifth or sixth. I thought he'd be down there a little bit more. Number one in the in the nation. Well, yeah, that's cool. Yep. And finally, our last non-food question of the night of the day is: What do you think of the UCLA Bruins jumping on Zach in rankings uh, this week? Uh, personally, I don't think we should be below above them. You know, behind them. Yeah, we should definitely be in front of them. Right. We blew them out. And who have they really played since Gonzaga? I don't know. Nobody. Nobody. That I know of. Let me look. I'm going to look up to see who they play, but I don't think it's anybody that's ranked or anything. Yeah. Let me look real quick. But yeah, I don't I don't like that one. But as we're all finding out now, the rankings don't mean a thing anymore right now. I mean, it's kind yeah. of just like, hey, you're. I, I, yeah, I don't understand the UCLA thing. Oh, they, I have right here. I have right here. They played U, UNLV. Beat them by 22. Oh. Nice. And they beat fucking Colorado. They're, Colorado's decent, but they haven't beat anybody notable either. They won a game that was forfeited from Washington. A forfeit from Washington. Yeah, from COVID. Huskies have the COVID. Mm-hmm. But, they, but then they play, watch out, Marquette on Saturday. That's a, that's a trap game. It is. And then they play... The mighty, mighty Hornets of Alabama State. ASU Hornets. <laughs> then they go to face the Tar Heels and Cal Poly. And then Pac-12 play after that. Yeah, those games, Marquette's a trap game. Alabama State will I be agree. a blowout, I'm sure. North Carolina, I see them losing that one. I'm calling, North Carolina's... I'm calling, a, Mar- I'm calling a Marquette win on Saturday over UCLA. Yep, and then I think Arizona and Tommy Lloyd and Arizona are going to take them down pretty easy. Oh, I can't wait for that. Have you watched Arizona play at all? Not yet. I know we're not supposed to be talking about Gonzaga stuff, but man, I watched like highlights of the last game for them, and good lord, they're good, man. Like I was impressed. Yes, the Beavers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's the Beavers, but still, they. I mean, they beat Michigan. Let's give them that. Yeah, they didn't just beat them; they beat them for sure. Um, sure. So Tommy Lloyd, man, doing great down there. Fantastic we'll stuff for Arizona, yes. And we'll see if his his uh, 
his school gets dinged for Sean, Sean Miller's antics. Let's see how, how that goes down in the future. But, uh, yeah. yep. All right. Now we go to Food Corner. Yes. All right. A lot of Food Corner. This one's from Joe. Um, what are some reasonably healthy foods that any junk food addict can enjoy? Reasonably healthy foods that you can enjoy. Yes. C A N. Can enjoy. Yes. Can enjoy. Yes. Yeah. Uh, anything reasonably healthy, I would say, I mean, personally. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to think for a second. Well, my answer, as you're thinking there, um, is you know, the 90s version, like they had like those packets of cheese whiz kind of crackers you can d- d- dip your stuff in. Yeah, yeah. That, 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 that's what I would say, for sure. That's a good one. Yeah. It was good. Um, you know, I'm probably going to say... I'm going to say Wheat Thins. Wheat Thins. Those are good. Yeah. Reasonably healthy. I like them, um, but not the ones that are like the fancy ones that say tomato, basil. Those are nasty. You know what I do with my Wheat Thins? Eat them. Because I put cream <laughs> cheese on top Sour and cream? put... Okay. Cream cheese on top and a piece of asparagus. Ew, that's, that's, no, so good. Asparagus, that's divine. No. <laughs> that's so I, hate, I hate asparagus with a passion. If it's green, <laughs> I, I don't really it. eat it. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome from Joe. Uh, would you rather have the power to control the weather within one mile radius of where you are at any time or cl- clap your hands and three hot Fresh tacos made to your liking taste appear on a plate in front of you. Yeah, it's a no-brainer. I'm going to explain myself anyway. So the weather controlling thing, that could be bad because what if everybody else has weather controlling and you're in the same mile radius and you're going to, let's rain, let's sunny, let's do snow. Let's, I mean, you flip every three seconds. So yeah, I'm going to take the three hot tacos. Oh, no doubt about it. Yes. Uh, Everyone on the podcast last night or Monday night now, um, they all picked the weather because they don't need tacos all at once, you know. Um, but I went with tacos myself because you know you can have tacos, three, ta- three tacos at once. Let's go, and you know it's you can do it whenever you want though. You know it's in moderation, you know, for tacos. You know, exactly. So, you don't have to fight over the weather. What's the exactly, point? Exactly. Exactly. If it's hot. <laughs> if it's cold. Taco me up, baby. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'll talk from Joe. Uh, you'll know it's Joe. Um, he says, name something a woman with a crush on Santa Claus might leave out for a Santa instead of cookies. Remember, it's a uh, food question. It's a food question? Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Now that I know it's a food question. Right. Because uh, <laughs> um, Jeff said something else that wasn't food related, so let's just see. You say lingerie? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. What he said. <laughs> lingerie. Oh, um... <laughs> Leave out she had a crush. I would say I'm gonna say one of those large M M&M M cookies. Ooh, there you go. Not the small ones, a large one the with large a big ones. old glass of milk. Yeah. I mean like a mason jar size milk, big mason jar size. Absolutely. Um I my my answer was a big box of Hershey's kisses with a flirtatious note to leave. For Mr. Mm-hmm. Santa Claus. 
Yes. And she called him Santa Claus. Santa Claus. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, all right. This one off to explain to you. But this is also, also from Joe. Uh, build your ultimate food item that everyone should be able to eat. Basically, for my answer is I would make ice cream that was fat-free, calorie-free, and it made you um, gain zero weight. That's my ultimate food item if I built it from scratch. Nice. Okay. Yes. Well, I sure hope it tastes the same. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You're taking a lot of things out. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so, all right. So ultimate. Do whatever I want. Yeah. Ultimate would be. I build a. I'd have a side of sushi rolls. Ooh. With a big bowl of noodle ramen. And Dawson Sriracha. So explain why that'd be the ultimate ultimate food item for everyone to enjoy. <laughs> Those are the two foods I enjoy the most. <laughs> oh. I see. I think you missed the point there, but Oh maybe I did. We'll move on. Because I, I made a food that doesn't does not exist exist. So Oh, so you wanted to oh, okay, hang on, maybe I didn't understand. So you yeah. want it as a food that never exists and just make it something from scratch that you never like, existed. Like ice cream with no with with no calories, no um no fat, but with the flavor and the ability to not gain weight after you eat the ice cream was my answer. So okay, yeah, I'll skip that one. Yeah, I don't know to say to that one. It's all good. It just some people, some people have uh, creative minds, some and some just don't. So I don't, obviously. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Next one I have here um, is. Uh, See. All right. So this is the last one. Then I go to our friend Ryan. Yes, two more. Then go to Ryan. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So, what is the best slash most unusual slash most specific cuisine buffet you've ever had or been to? Ah, uh, most of the buffets I've been to are not exquisite. Right. I wouldn't say exquisite. It's just the wrong word to use for a buffet, unless yeah. you're like, in, you know, rich in LA going to some kind of like five star buffet. I don't know. Right. Um, I had to choose one. Mm-hmm. Probably the old, back when the old country buffet was around. Oh yeah. They had so many different selections of different kinds of things. It's not just one or two different things, you know. Right. It's like just loads of different things. You load up on anything you want. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'd say that one. If anything. Yeah. Well, I will say my favorite buffet is Golden Golden Corral, but <gasps> but Thanks. most um fancy. Yeah. I went to one time, really really Idaho, really Idaho, the hotel out there or casino out there. Mm-hmm. The buffet out there had crab and all this stuff, lobster. Really oh, that sounds good. Great. Yeah. So, Coraline Casino. Coraline Casino in Worley, Idaho. I'm going to have to go check that out now. Yeah, it's really good. Um, I heard you react to Golden Corral. Do you have? Yeah. A, do you like it or, or no? No, that? no go. For no, me. that's me though. I've had some bad yeah. experiences there. So oh, really? Me. Oh, yeah. I never had one. Unsanitary my... experiences. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Fair, fair enough. And finally, um, Jill asks, which famous restaurant 
is not worthy of the hype. Ooh, I like this question actually. Yeah. Most famous restaurant with, that doesn't deserve the hype. Yep. It could be anything fast food or dine in, doesn't matter. Yeah, as long as as long as it's a chain restaurant, national chain, then you're good to go. Yeah. I'm gonna say McDonald's. Ooh, really? Yeah. Because they, why, I really yeah. don't like them anymore. They haven't been, I don't know, there's something that they've changed. I don't know what it is, but okay, it's not a fan. All right. Well, for me, I said last or Monday night is uh, is In and Out Burger. Had at, at, at one time, it was like hyped to be like the, the super, oh my God, burger fries. Oh my God. Uh, not really. It is it, okay. Um, I prefer Five Guys, to be honest with you. Yeah, Five Guys um, is legendary. It is the it for my money. Five Guys is the best burgers I've ever I've ever had. So. Have you had their Cajun fries? Yeah. Oh man, oh, so delicious. Know. Yeah. Yeah, in and out. I had in and out down in California, and it was it was yeah. okay. I mean, the fries were really really good because they're fresh yeah. cut and everything. Oh, fries are good, yeah, but the burger was like burger. Yeah. Yeah. It's all right. It was okay. Chick Fil A yeah. is better, even better in my opinion. But... I've had it once and it was okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. These are from my friend Ryan Lund. Uh. So he asks, which traits proves you are a, bar- a backyard barbecue master? It gives you three options. Perfect grill marks on a hot dog. A burger cooked with only one flip. With one flip. Or no cheese from a cheeseburger touching the grill. I'm going to say no cheese from the cheeseburger touching the grill. Yeah. I agree with you there. there. The rest of the guys from Monday night said a single flip of the burger was was one was there. I've never seen anybody do that. Yeah, I wish I could do that. (laughs) (laughs) One flip and then it's done. All right, you have to be like so precise. You have to be yeah, that is tough to do. But I think tougher is no cheese. That's harder to do, in my opinion. Is is that all right? He also asks, um, what is your favorite? Italian pasta dish, spaghetti, lasagna, ravioli, Alfredo, or something else? Uh, I'd say baked ziti. Baked ziti. Yep. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Um, mine is easy. Spaghetti meatballs. Big meatballs. I go on there. Uh, my number one favorite meal of all time is spaghetti meatballs. Not, not, not even close. Yep. All right. And my last one I have here for you, flip it on you here, is what do you want to ask me a food question that you have in mind? Let me ask you a food question. Okay. Um, I want to say, what is your all time favorite donut? Ooh, that's easy. If you consider it a donut, I will say this it is a maple bar. Just some maple bar. I, I'll eat those all day long. But some people classify that as maybe like a pastry. Um, but if not, then I would probably say a a apple fritter is number is a, is my next one because that's really really good. Back on the maple bar, mm-hmm. I'm elaborate into that question. So, do you for maple bars? Do you like just the traditional maple bar? Do you like chocolate maple bar? Maple bar? Do you like custard filled maple bars? Or which one do you like? I never had custard before, so I can't say. Oh, yeah. Okay. But yes. I, will, I will eat the classic one every time. Also, I like the one that is 
chocolate as well, but I prefer maple bar, like the maple, maple. Traditional. Yeah. yeah. Uh, how about you? What, what's your favorite uh, donut? My favorite donut is, you have to say bear claw. Bear claw. That's, that's solid. Yeah. I like bear claws. All right. Now let's end, end the podcast here on uh, final thoughts going into this week's game is against Merrimack and Thursday mm-hmm. and Muddy UW on Sunday, hopefully, if they're cleared. <laughs> uh, you know, so Merrimack, I mean, I've looked them up. They're, you know, they lost by like 40 the other night or something like that, I think. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, so they're not that great. But again, I can't count anybody out. Especially sure. this season, the way things are going for everybody, it's just a wild season. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Gonzaga wins by 15 or 20. I think. I think they went by like 35, I would say. I think so. Yeah, because I look up their stats. They average on the year 57 points a game. Oh, no. And they give up like 80-something a game. Oh, yeah. That's that's rough. So, good luck to Marine Mack from Massachusetts. I believe they're from the – I think they're from Massachusetts somewhere. So, and their tallest guy, like I think it's like 6'8", I think. Um, so he's as tall as uh Strother, I, I believe. So that's the tallest guy. Who man, I think so. maybe I saw it wrong, but I thought it was saw I looked it up the other day, I thought it was six eight or six nine. Yeah, yeah I don't, I don't give him a chance. Um, yeah, then you dub. I mean, if, if the game happens, yeah, yeah, they got you dub by 15 or 20, probably. Maybe 20, yeah, I mean, you dub's not good. Sure. UW is uh, on its way to out, the way on its way down the the seller of the Pac-12 conference. Yeah, they're definitely at the bottom. <laughs> my confidence is on its way out too after this year. Got to be. Yeah, I think Oregon I State's right below them, but they're right there. Yeah, I I don't know if he'll last the season or not. He will last until the end of the year, but he will not last all if he keeps this this up here with the with this program. Because he's he's getting like a, a, a lot of five five star recruits to come to come over to UW, but they don't really gel, you know. Well, I mean, the guys a that first year he was there, he got all you know he had a good, he got all some good players. They had a good season. Yeah, Romar guys. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. JD McDaniel. Oh, JD McDaniel's is that a Romar guy? Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Um, so they had a good, but after that, I, I mean, yeah, yeah. It went downhill after yeah. that. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Well. For coming to the podcast. Talk to you next time and go Zags. That's right. Go Zags. All right. See ya. (laughs) See y'all. Yep.